welcome to Deeply Rooted Online, where women encourage women by sharing scripture and stories of God at work. Hello, friends. Here we are at another Deeply Rooted Devos, and I'm excited because we have a special guest today. I'm here with Esther Jennings, and I'm Martha, and we have Joanne Watkinson from Bracebridge. And today we're going to talk about um, loving our littles as we go back to school. So how can we love those kids, whether you're a parent or a grandparent or an auntie, or you just have friends with kids, we're gonna talk a little bit about loving those children, especially as they go back to school. And at the end, Joanne's gonna pitch in with some very practical tips for those school lunches and meal times. But first, um, Esther is gonna share with us a little bit of what Jesus thinks about our children. Um, Jesus loved children. We all know that from what we read in the gospels. And so I'm going to just ask you to turn in your Bibles to Matthew 19 and verse 14. And that passage I'm going to read in the new living translation. And so it says, but Jesus said, let the children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. So that reminds me of a number of lessons that we can learn as we love our children and our grandchildren and our nieces and nephews. And that is that Jesus has a deep affection for children, his disciples, as they were sending people with children away to, and telling them not to bother the master. And, uh, Jesus said, no, don't. And so the things that I just wanted to point out that I learned from this passage is just that we have a we have to allow children to come to Jesus. We have to encourage them to come to Jesus. Um, it says, let the children come to me. And so as we raise our little ones, as we raise our grandkids, uh, we want them to love Jesus and he loves them and they need to know that some days they are annoying and they drive us crazy, but in the midst of it all, we do love them. And most of all, Jesus loves them. And we need to make sure that they always feel that, that they feel that they're loved even when we make a mistake and we say the wrong things or we get very angry with them, we need to be reminding them that Jesus loves them. And so do we. And then at the end, it says, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. You know, this world is just so dark. And wherever we go, whether it's even in the grocery store, or whether it's school, or whether it's even at Sunday school, there is uh, sinful behavior that we see and we are experiencing every day, and our children are no exception. And so we need to do our best to preserve their innocence. And uh, be because it says, becoming like a child is what's necessary to come into the kingdom of God. And so that simple faith that a child innately has is what we want to continue to foster and to grow and to 
um, preserve in spite of all the negative influences that they will come across as they go to school or they interact with their friends. We're going to talk a little bit about how we do things to show our little ones that they are loved. Martha, do you have any thoughts on that? Thanks, Esther, for that. I love how you really brought out the fact that we need to impress on the kids that they're loved. And I see my own children doing that with our grandkids. Some of their examples, they're always hugging them and telling them your love. They have almost a routine. It, we were over at their place the other night. It was totally crazy. The kids were dancing, videos are on, things are going here and there. But whenever they leave or come home, they meet their kids with a hug and a kiss and loving words. And I think that really has inculcated in them that they're loved. And then as a grandparent, one of the things we did, um, if you're on YouTube, you might see behind me, there's a, a sign that says, um, Amia's Candyland. And we just had our granddaughter over and we did various um, activities with her that show her she's loved. Um, this this kind of goes against Joanne's nutritious <laughs> contributions later on. We tried not to overdo the candy, but we also did Bible lessons and we called God Mr. Big because he made the sky and all the world. So there's many ways that I've tried and Hans has tried to really let our grandkids know we love them and Jesus loves them. And, you know, as I see them, as they're growing up, um, it's very satisfying to see kids that seem to have a good sense of being loved. Mm, that's great. Um, well, I actually, uh, I'll just share some of the things that I try to do. We try to do. Um, I love to read to our grandkids. They're growing up. They're getting to the point where they're not all that interested in sitting and reading a story with me, but I do give them books that remind them of God's love for them and hope that they'll continue to read them. Um, but when I have them over one-on-one, -on -one, which I think is a really great practice to do if you're a grandparent is have them for a day by themselves. And recently I had my granddaughter over and uh, we made cookies together and then um, I taught her how to iron. We ironed some placemats and then I got out the shirts and uh, shirts are pretty complicated with the collar and the sleeves and everything, but I did let her do it and uh, showed her how. And I thought, you know, this is a lost art sometimes in today's society where everything is wash and wear. But um, I just thought it would be uh, a good lesson. And it, I think she found it fun. So um, it's good to have these opportunities to show them things that they may not do on a day-to-day -day basis and teach them lessons through those activities um, that they're loved. Great. I love that ironing. And I actually did just teach my granddaughter to crochet. So it wasn't all about candy. And I learned a lesson there because we picked out a project that was way too hard. And I realized that and you know, instead of getting frustrated, I tried to have patience. And then I realized I need to rework this. And so I picked out a project that she could really do and succeed at. And so she went home with a little blanket for her stuffed animal. 
So it is great as grandparents to be able to spend that one-on-one. -on -one. Well, we want to get to Joanne's contribution though. And today we have Joanne Watkinson with us and she is the author of a book. I think Esther has it there. Do you have it there, Esther? Right, the yeah. Make Ahead Cookbook. Now, Joanne's been telling us that um, on Amazon, it might not be there anymore, but you might find this book on Indigo or Chapters. And Joanne is a local girl. She lives in Bracebridge. And we're just so happy that she's here today to share with us some really practical tips on um, food prep when it comes to back to school. So Joanne, I'm wondering if you have some ideas for us on making lunches for and with children, uh, as well as teaching them lessons and showing them love through their lunch. I just want to thank you, first of all, for having me to join your devotions this morning. Um, I also want to just address your Candyland game. I think it's wonderful, Martha, and I think it's great for grandparents to be able to spoil their grandkids and give them treats that they don't normally get at home. I think that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's our job, right? We're supposed right. to be to stuff. That is right. <laughs> um, I think... Uh, it's great to get kids involved in making their own lunches. They, they they really do long to be part of the process. And I think one thing that worked in our home was that I would sit our kids down on a Sunday afternoon and we would do it together. And even when they're little, like I would give them a box of crackers and I would say, you know what, count out six crackers. Here's your five containers for the week. And they would divvy them up and count them for little ones that taught them how to count. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I would wash up the fruits and veggies and, and you know, cut up the cheese and then I would give it to them to package. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we were done, they would put it in the fridge or the cupboard so that in the morning they were responsible for making their lunch. Even when they were little, they had a guideline. I told them, you know, it needs to have a fruit, a veggie, a little treat, uh, a snack. They knew what needed to go in, but but they put it in themselves. And I think it prevented a lot of lunch boxes coming home that still had food in it because <laughs> they had a little bit of say about what went in their lunches. And I think it taught them independence and really gave them a sense of pride mm -hmm. to do it. That is so excellent, Joanne, because as a teacher, I saw a lot of lunches go home just full and kids not eating their lunch. And I think yeah. if you get them involved, that's a wonderful idea. Now, I'm just mm -hmm. wondering, though, too, it's great to get them involved, but um, sometimes kids do prefer things that maybe aren't the best. What can we do to ensure that they're packing a balanced meal and healthy snacks? Yeah, I think moderation is great. I think, yeah, don't omit a treat. I used to love it at Halloween. I'd buy the big boxes of the small size candy, and you, you could just take take one. You could have a treat. Um, make homemade muffins and things that you are controlling the ingredients that go into it is a good way to do it um but give them the outline like i had said before like a fruit a veggie these are the things that must be included and uh let them follow that guideline but give them some room to make some choices on their own too um, i actually have um checked in my daughter's cupboard one day i was looking for something when i was over there and on the cupboard she has a little chart that she has taped to the cupboard at at the kids eye level and the kids have to put one of everything in there one protein one uh dairy one um carb 
uh, one fruit and I think there's a vegetable in there, but all that to say they're in control and she's got a list of all of the potential options. Yeah. So, you know, of the proteins of the, you know, and, and so they know that they can, if they don't feel like having what their sister's having that day, they get a choice. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Really great. Well, I'm just thinking uh, as we close here, Joanne, um, let's even go broader than school lunches. How can we as mothers or aunties or grandparents show children that they're loved and teach them life lessons through the meals that we serve? I think it goes back to even what you and Esther were sharing before about what you do with your grandkids. My mom did the same with my kids. They would go down there. I remember one specific time she took them strawberry picking. And after strawberry picking, she took them home and they made a strawberry pie from scratch you know Mm -hmm. rolled out the dough and everything and and I think it's those small little lessons um my mom was also a seamstress so so they would go down and sometimes they'd take their friends because once they heard what grandma was doing they wanted their friends to go (laughs) their friends wanted to come along as well and she would teach them to sew And, and I wish I could remember the little projects but probably just a little pillowcase or a blanket something simple they they would make and come home with so good Well, thank you so much for being here today, Joanne. We've really appreciated this. And I really think your ideas are helpful. And thank you, Esther, for that devotional on, you know, we really do need to let the children come to Jesus. I think he wants to draw them and we want to be partners in doing that. So my friends, Mm -hmm. I hope you've enjoyed this Devo and learned something and get something out of it for the back to school time. And uh, until next time, stay deeply rooted. Thanks for joining us at Deeply Rooted today. If God has been speaking to you and you want to connect with someone for prayer, email us at deeplyrooted at myharvestchurch.ca. Be sure to subscribe to this channel to receive notifications when new content is released. And finally, let's stay connected with one another and deeply rooted in Christ.